the band members of West of Here have come for a talk with The Antidote. Guys, good to have you here. Thanks for having us. It's great. Can each of you introduce yourselves and give us your role in the band? Okay, I am Taylor. I do the singing, the lead singing, and I play a little guitar, piano, whatever else is needed. I'm Matt, and I do a lot of the writing and stuff like that, and I play guitar and sing backup vocals. And Tristan, your younger brother, you've dropped him from the band? <laughs> yeah, he couldn't make it in the call here today, but yeah, he sings like me and uh, backup and plays guitar as well. So Matt, which is me, I'm the oldest. I play guitar and sing backup vocals. We're all two years apart. Um, there's four of us brothers, so Matt's the oldest than me. Um, then Tristan is two years younger than me. And then we actually have our youngest brother, Kieran, who uh, he, he travels around with us and does sound for us as well. So four brothers, yeah. What's it like? Is it all sunshine and roses making music with family members? Uh, not quite, but uh, <laughs> <there> are, <laughs> I mean, it for sure. We're, we hang out a lot together, us brothers. Our, our family is a very close family. But we, uh, yeah, I can definitely get heated and stuff on the road and everybody's got their own thoughts and this and that. And because we're brothers, we, there's no filter, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it can get uh, heated at times, but we're kind of in this all together. So it's, uh, it's great. Here's another thought. Would it be easier to make music with non-family members? I don't know. I, uh, I think... It's great on stage having us uh, together and our voices kind of fit together and we have the same styles and uh, what we like kind of thing and uh, that definitely helps what we create is we're all three kind of partly the same I guess you could say so uh, it's easy to create something we all like. Besides being in the western part of Canada is there a deeper meaning to the band name west of here? Well um, came up with it in a very simple, uh, uh, I guess you could say, not meaningful way. But that's kind of kind of cool and interesting how, how sometimes those things work out. But we live west of Edmonton, but we work in the city often. So every day somebody would ask us, okay, where are you from? And we would say, we're from west of here in this little town. So we just constantly were saying that and no matter where we went. So, yeah, that's kind of how the name kind of stuck. <laughs> so that's putting you closer to the mountains then yes exactly yeah. 40 minutes closer to the mountains we're happy about that yeah and that's kind of another part to it as well all of us are really big into uh, hiking or fishing or anything anything in the mountains towards that direction so we kind of look towards the west when we're when we're like oh man i need a break i want to go have fun for the weekend i'm gonna go west yeah that's <laughs> that's definitely yeah that's true I want to take some time to talk about your music, I guess, the old and the new. I heard that your first release, The Journey, was a long process. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, it's kind of cool because we started writing these songs as, as kids, basically. Just getting out of high school, we started writing that album. And uh, slowly we wrote many songs and kind of cut some of them out. And it just took years and years for us to kind of get things together, get in the right studio with the right guy. We'd recorded at a couple different places before, and they, some of the songs came out good, but then we just got connected with the right person and uh, continued writing, and 
in the middle of that process, as we're recording, uh, Taylor's voice actually just got super sore. And yeah, basically, I, I just had some issues with my vocal cords, and uh, I wasn't able to sing for quite a while. And then I guess when I got back, we just found that my voice had changed slightly, and we thought it sounded better. So after that, we, we decided to scrap all of the vocals, restarted them, and definitely liked them better after that. So it was, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, I guess you could say, um, being on vocal rest for six months. So you just made your brothers really happy then because they didn't have to hear anything that you said. That's exactly it. I had no opinion for six months. (laughs) Who were you aiming the music at? Well, I guess with that first album, we were kind of really finding our way and trying to figure out what do we want to be, what do we want to sound like. And I think that even now is still evolving. Um, We're still learning what we like most. And kind of like you asked, who we want to reach. That first album was very much, I would say, a Christian album that was focused on, um, I don't know if you would call it a market, but Christian listeners uh, and, and, you know, churches and that type of thing was, was what the album was mostly geared towards. Since then, we have really had a, a desire to create music that anybody can find appealing and get something out of, have a real message there that uh, is very universal, but yet can impact someone's life. I did hear some changes that were taking place with The Other Side. That EP really had a richer tone, and the title track won Best Rock Song at the 2018 Covenant Awards. Man, that EP, that was short, just three tracks. Were you looking at that as a bridge between releases? Yes, actually, that's kind of how it turned out. We did have a fourth track that we were thinking of putting on there, but we recorded it, and it just didn't feel right. So we stuck with the three, and that it really was a bridge to... I, I feel like, personally, that we were really f- trying to find out what we really wanted to be, because I think we were in the place with the journey where we weren't quite like, we love this yet. Like, we're not, like, this is not quite the sound that we want. So we try to figure that out in the other side EP. Uh, But yeah, I would say it was a bit of a bridge for us and a bridge, I think, for listeners as well to get us, give us some space to to create something else a little bit bigger for later. And now I've spoken with other Canadian artists who've told me that trying to stay in Canada and to have a career in Christian music is virtually impossible. What are your thoughts? Absolutely, it's very, very difficult. Well, just I think the demographic Christians is tiny compared to the United States uh, per capita, for one. Um, And I wouldn't say there's a market uh, in Canada, really. There's a few big centers, of course, like Toronto and Vancouver, and and you you see all all the big Christian bands. If they tour Canada, they're definitely hitting those two, but probably not many others. So Canada is a very difficult market for Christian music. I wouldn't say that's exactly why we shifted, but uh, we certainly want to want to grow and get more into the states and stuff. But we want to 
be true to what we're creating and and the shift wasn't so much to do with the market or it was just what we wanted to create talking about that shift west of here pulled out an edgier style with last year's single reach for the sky part of the lyrics say hold on tight and don't look back your mistakes they're all in the past leave it behind have you ever wondered if people use their past mistakes as a crutch? Yeah, for sure. I, I know I feel that way with myself. Um, so that's kind of how that lyric came about. It, it's interesting. I began writing that song on New Year's Day. I've had the feeling as I listened to the radio that I wanted to create something that could help somebody look to the future and forget what, what they did in the past and just be... Uh, motivated and energized to live their best life. And you mean so that they can actually forget about what they did on New Year's Eve? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where that song came from. Yeah, I would definitely agree that we use our past and it can hold us back just from moving on and, and from being our, our best selves. That's at least my thoughts. I'm also finding with your newer music is that you're really almost getting into social commentary because your latest single robot which really got my attention because it's very thought-provoking the final line of the song says technology is chasing you down again to fill your day up so you can't wake to stop him i mean really this is a great idea pulling yourself out of technology but how do you do it yeah i mean it's uh it's kind of a big concept um for us, where that song kind of stems from, I guess, like we said earlier, we love the outdoors and uh, we find ourselves with work and with music and, and family and so many distractions around us all the time. And then we, we sit down together with our family and we pull out our phones and while we eat and we're on our phones or we're, we're sitting in the room and none of us are talking to each other because we're on our phones. And, and even worse, in the time that we should be just reflecting on the day or what we're doing tomorrow or just taking a breath, we're, we're on our phones naturally. That's just something that everybody does now. And we're getting used to it. At least where this song came out was kind of from my perspective of time and how our time is really being wasted and we don't even realize it. And uh, it's not that all technology is evil. It's just that so many times we let it take over us and we don't even know it. And, and it has to do a lot more than just technology, I would say. Uh, media and social media are huge um, and, and how they can really influence us and we can lose our individuality and, and thinking for ourselves. And that's a big part of it too. But for an artist to drop themselves out of social media is career death. Absolutely, yeah. Honestly, that's something we struggle with, West of here, because we don't want to be on social media blasting out pics about every, every single thing we're doing. Yeah, that's something that we should be doing more. Um, but it's something we personally struggle with, and that's kind of why this song came about, because of those struggles. Um, but you're right. You have to be on Facebook. You have to be on Instagram. You have to be on all those sites to make your presence known and so people can find you. Yeah. 
your current singles are obviously different from the Journey album. Is this going to be the future for West of Here? I think so, yes. Um, I think we have, we're finding just kind of the niche we want to be in and the, the message we want to send. And, and uh, as I look back, at least myself, some of my favorite bands were those who um, didn't, I guess, target Christians or that type of genre. They really, they just wanted to put a really good message out to as many people as they could. And that bands like Switchfoot, uh, Need to Breathe, which uh, we, we grew up loving. It's a bit different, but we certainly, those are really important groups um, for helping us become a, who we are as musicians. So yeah, this is definitely the trend that we're going in. And I think as we've written other songs and produced other songs, they're definitely continuing on in this direction. Listen, guys, thanks so much for coming for this talk with The Antidote. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks so much for having us. Mm -hmm.